Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Building Better Brands with me, Amy Angel. Today is all about how a husband-wife team, Paul and Rachel Slaga, are building a unique and successful brewery in Detroit. It's called Brewery Fasan, and it's on Beaufay. It's in a really cool area, so you'll have to check it out. They love their community, and they actually love working together, y'all. And they have a lot to share with us. So I hope you enjoy wherever you are. Cheers, everyone. Paul and Rachel, thanks for having us here at your tap room and allowing us to record. It's always fun for us to be able to do this in person. And now that we are, uh, we have COVID behind us, it's, it's just a treat to be able to sit down with you all and do this in your beautiful tap room on a beautiful Michigan summer day. So thanks for um, taking the time to record this podcast. So welcome everybody to Building Better Brands. Um, with me, Amy Angel. I'm sitting here with Paul and Rachel Slaga, and um, we are going to be talking about their brews at Brewery Faison. Why don't we kick it off, Paul and Rachel? Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you guys? You're not only husband and wife, but you're business partners. So there's a lot of story there. So tell us. So Paul and I met um, probably about 12 or over 12 years ago um, through mutual friends while I was attending Wayne State University and Paul was living off campus with a couple of my classmates um, and we became friends and eventually uh, started dating and we got into brewing as a couple while we were dating. (laughs) So we won a chili cook-off at Coonan Brewery in Warren, and the prize is a homebrew kit, and we got super into homebrewing, um, and when I graduated college, I was a kind of aimless and not sure what I wanted to do with my life, and so we started kind of exploring the idea together of what it would take to open a small business in Detroit, uh, where we both wanted to make a life together um, and, and stick it out down here, so we uh, yeah, we ended up moving in together, getting married, and we're coming up on our 10-year anniversary uh, in 2022. So <laughs> that's kind of a long and the short of it. A nice milestone, 10 years. Love it. Double digits. Mm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, first and foremost, we, we just both love the city, and we really wanted to, to do something down here, uh, take part of its revitalization, um, and felt that a, a brewery was a, a good way to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and be able to, you know, when you sit down with food and with beverage, you know, we create friendship and fellowship. And uh, so, yeah, that's, um, yeah, we, there's nothing, we, we create great stories uh, sitting down to share a beer, beer together, right? Absolutely. And for us, it was a lot of the adventure of, of getting the place going was um, exploring the city, um, you know, our journey and finding a location uh, was really fun and a good bonding experience for the two of us and also just a real education uh, as far as what goes into actually 
finding the right location for a specific type of business and you know how you even structure a deal and all of those things and so that was like a many year process for us that um, we looked at as uh, you know an investment in the community investment in our futures and also just like a fun uh, journey. So speaking of location for those of you all who haven't been down here you have to come what's the address y'all? Uh, so we're at 1087 Beaufay Street in Detroit. Uh, it's a, a fun little industrial area um, off the beaten path, but we, we really like it here. Yes, yeah, so, so Beaufay. So what are some um, landmarks that you're close to? Yeah, so the one most people will be familiar with is, is Belle Isle. So we're about a half mile from the entrance of Belle Isle. Um, there's also like Gleaner's Food Bank up the street, the Capuchin uh, Monastery. Uh, Elmwood Cemetery. Uh, yeah. There. I mean, we're like literally a mile and a half from the center of downtown, and we're close to the east side neighborhoods and kind of nestled in the industry between uh, a really nice neighborhoods. So it's a, it's a really accessible, easy to get to spot, but it feels off the beaten path. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love the location. Yeah, super easy to get to, y'all. Um, so, but but speaking of the location, what you were saying a few minutes ago, Rachel, um, it it was quite the process, like you said. And so many entrepreneurs struggle to find the right spot for the right price. And y'all have a treasure. I mean, you have this beautiful, gorgeous warehouse large space that you renovated, but it was in great condition, y'all were telling me. So tell everyone a little bit about what it was, you know, how, how you found this gem. Yeah, well, we, we were very patient. Um, Rachel mentioned earlier, we, we took many years uh, looking at properties, meeting with potential landowners or, or sellers. Um, we found this place uh, through a friend and who had become a real estate agent. Um, and he, he kind of got in with the family that owns a lot of the property around this area. Uh, we were originally looking to lease it and we were never very comfortable with leasing, but we kind of thought that was our only option uh, just because of the fact that breweries require, no matter where you are, they always require a lot of upgrades, a lot of just utility upgrades, infrastructure upgrades that um, you can't take with you. and and we felt uncomfortable doing to someone else's building. Um, so we got very fortunate because this building needed a new roof and the owner understood that it would have been his responsibility. And when he saw the price tag, he realized that he might be better off just selling it to us. Uh, and so we, we took his offer. Uh, we negotiated a little and ended up kind of setting ourselves back a little bit because that was a lot of our startup money uh, that we had planned for the build out. We ended up just using to buy the building. Um, but we knew even though it, it's going to set us back, it would, it would put us in a much better situation moving forward because we were able to then leverage the property to, to get an SBA loan to do the build out. And now we're our own landlords. So we don't have to worry about rent increases or anything like that. And any improvements that we make are our improvements. So it's, it's yeah. we really like this. I would just add yeah. too, there's no, there's no like right way to, to do any of this stuff, but I think a lot of people are intimidated by the idea of um, purchasing a, a building because 
their imagined budget or their business planning didn't originally have that. But for us in this case, it was essential. If we had leased, we probably would not have been able to leverage the amount that we needed for construction and for the build out of the space. Um, so the fact that we owned the building ended up being the collateral um, that we required. So, I, you know, like I said, there's no right way to do it, but for us, it, it worked out really well. And so we've sort of, um, you know, shared that little tidbit with people we talk to in mentorship roles and just things like that, because, um, you know, the path isn't oh, always. Oh, so y'all are mentors for people. <laughs> I mean, we, we have like kind of an open door, open book policy with that. We've had, you know, a lot of people reach out to ask questions and we are happy to talk to people anytime. It's just, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun for us. So why not talk about it? Right? It's like <laughs> well, that's what community is about. Mm -hmm. And you have already stated you love your community. And so y'all heard it here from Paul and Rachel. <laughs> if you're looking for some mentors, you know who to call now. <laughs> your phones may be ringing. Uh, so, well, so what year was it that y'all bought? Did you buy when, when prices were pretty good? Because, I mean, now it's pretty expensive. And, and yeah, yes and no. I'd say we bought it in 2016. Um, and, but even looking for the years uh, previous to that, it was, we like to say, you know, throw a dart um, when you're talking about real estate in the city of St. Because <laughs> literally <laughs> so you have um, landlords that bought properties up for pennies in the 80s and 90s and are just content sitting on them and waiting for their day, their payday to come. And so... Um, you know, some cities like my sister lives in Washington, D.C., they have a lot more rules about vacancy and like you have to pay tons of taxes and you're penalized for having vacant buildings because Detroit doesn't really have that. Although they, they have in, they have done a little bit of uh, penalizing with like the roof runoff fees and things like that. But I think a lot of landlords just they just don't there. There's no fire uh, to sell it. They don't really care. And so um, to find someone who was willing to work with us and be reasonable was, I, we felt lucky. Um, you yeah. know, I wish it wasn't that way. I wish it was easier for people to to do the types of things we're doing because the city could use tons of more entrepreneurs and small businesses. Yeah. But it's just, in my experience, that's just not, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it in terms of like the timing as much as like we got lucky with the right people. So. I think when people meet you two also, they want to work with you all. Y'all are y'all are quite adorable, in my opinion. And uh, it's not very often that you meet a husband-wife team where you can tell they genuinely love working together. It's hard to live together and work together, but y'all got something good going on here. <laughs> so that's, um, that's hard to do, and you're doing it well. So uh, I think that... The um, other guys on the other side realize that that you're easy to work with, and uh, so anyway, so well, let's tell you. You don't just have a regular, you know, offering. You have a unique offering. Your brews are quite unique. So let's tell our listeners something about your brand. What what you know? What would be what would they be tasting? Come into your tap room. Sure. So we're, we're big craft beer fans um, from the beginning. And for us, it was one of the driving forces was um, that we wanted to have offerings that were a little different than anyone in the city was doing. Um, and we fell in love with Belgian style beers along the way um, as we were brewing and as we were tasting more and more. Um, and so we started 
playing with Belgian style recipes and getting more and more excited about the results. And so we decided that we wanted that to be our niche. So we are not limited to Belgian styles, but we are um, comfortable with people referring to us as a Belgian inspired brewery. And we always plan to maintain at least half of our menu to be um, in that category. So we have, you know, a stout and an IPA and a Kolsch and a Pilsner for those who don't enjoy Belgian styles, but we are also offering right now is our, our biggest offering of, I think, seven styles of, of Belgians that people can come in. And if they are familiar, uh, they tend to be really excited to see that variety. And if they aren't familiar, there's a lot of ways that um, they can be introduced to the styles. And so, you know, we like that that challenge, that little bit of learning curve that people can like come in and kind of expand their their idea of what craft beer is because we have something different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I personally tasted a couple of them now and they, yeah, they are delicious. And in fact, uh, one of your stickers of the pheasant uh, has uh, been stolen by my 13 year old and it's on her laptop. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so she's advertising for y'all now. <laughs> so, okay, now, other than your tap room, uh, where can we find your brews? Yeah, so, you know, as part of the pandemic, uh, we we had to pivot, as everyone says, to, to more retail, which fortunately, with beer, uh, we could spend a little bit of money to get, you know, going in with cans um, and get out to retailers. And uh, yeah, it's been going well. So right now, like our, our best account is probably uh, a Meyer uh, Woodward corner. And then they're actually opening up another Meyer down here on Jefferson. Um, and they've been really great. Yeah, that is so exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're cool concepts. It's, it's not like your typical Meyer. It's, it's a smaller format, more groceries. Um, and then they also do like a lot of local products and we were able to, to get in under that. Um, and we also were in uh, holiday market, Western market, a lot of the more like specialty grocery stores. Um, and then beyond that, uh, there's a, there's a few restaurants like the Bricks Pizzeria, uh, Chive Kitchen and Farmington just picked us up. So we're, we're slowly getting out there. Uh, and as, as restaurants reopen and get back into like ordering stuff, uh, cause a lot of them were just sitting on kegs through the pandemic. Um, we've been starting to actually get in, on-premise sales uh, in the restaurant kegs. So, yeah, so, Paul, you mentioned COVID, and one day we won't have to mention COVID anymore, I hope. But so uh, so it was a silver lining for some of our businesses, and for you all being able to get it into quite a few of these stores, that was in, in that was pretty big for you all. And being in Myers, a pretty nice achievement so uh kudos there uh and a lot of work no doubt um y'all are also doing your own canning is that right that's right yeah yeah yes uh so my background is art um i guess we could have mentioned that at the top paul's an engineer and i'm an artist so we feel like we make a really good team um to run a small business in that way because we bring different skills to the table (laughs) Um, but I manage the tap room now that we're reopened, but over the pandemic and continuing to now, I also design all of the artwork for our labels, um, which has been really uh, rewarding to get back into art making. Um, 
something that kind of got pushed to the side a little bit for me um, as I switched gears. To right, because you didn't have any time to, to do that. Yeah, yeah. Right. so it was really nice to kind of be like, okay, this product is going to be on the shelf. And so it has to be eye-catching. It has to be interesting. Um, you know, I really didn't want our product to look like every other craft beer um, and it so does it. Thank you. So, yeah, I tried to do something unique, and, and the response has been really um, pretty great. And so that's been, I would say, uh, the biggest highlight, uh, silver lining for me personally, just to be able to have people interacting and responding with um, my creative process again. And also the fact that we, we love, you know, we, we're really proud of the product that's inside of the cans. You know what I mean? So now it's the full package. We have the artwork. The whole package start to finish that's truly amazing yeah that you've touched every single piece um and you've kept it local and uh and kept it yeah it's yeah it's truly um truly inspiring so and you've designed so you've designed everything on your website as well so you yeah everybody listening you'll have to go on the website to see um, and their social media to see the designs that Rachel is talking about. Truly, um, truly beautiful, and each one is so unique. Uh, and uh, the names of some of your um, beers are so fun. So what are some of the different names? So we didn't want to get too, like, trapped by making, like, a bird theme or something like that. So we have a couple that are, are I guess, would fall under that category. But um, basically, you know, with there being so much craft beer on the market and so many brands, it's been a real goal of ours to choose names that aren't in use by any other brewery near or far. Um, so that's, it's a fun challenge in and of itself to find just things that aren't being used. Um, yeah. So, like, we have, a, right now we have uh, three wit beers available and... So we chose single words that we found interesting. So we have quiddity, which is our mainstay wit beer, um, axiom, which was a cranberry, and verity, which is the uh, apricot wit beer. And so those are fun for me. I did a series of like houses for the labels that sort of go together as a series. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, some of it we are drawing on things that we like personally. Others are just things we found interesting. So we have um, the new Pilsner we put out is called the Printmaker's Pills. And so that's a nod to my background in printmaking in college. And I had a lot of fun kind of for the label for that one. I re, uh, basically recreated the style of the prints that I used to make back in school. So it's very nostalgic and also kind of educational for people that don't know what intaglio printmaking is. They can see this press on the label and maybe learn a little yeah. more <laughs> about something. Yeah, and I remember buying a four-pack of that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we just kind of have fun with it, honestly. it's um, That's so key, y'all, right? You've got to keep having fun. When it's not fun anymore, we've got a problem, right? Right. <laughs> so... Um, well, thank God you found, both of you found silver linings uh, when you had to quickly pivot, when you couldn't have your tap room open. You found uh, the other sources of revenue by getting it quickly into stores. Uh, Paul did that, and then Rachel uh, focused on her design education and got back to, to um, filling her time with something she was really passionate about with um, design and art. So love that you all um, each fulfill something that you both love. And 
So what might you have in store for the future as you all grow? Uh, so we're like on a slow, steady growth model. Um, you know, we're, we're not on like a super fast expansion track. So what we want to do is really cement our, our um, standing in the community. We want to be known as a community gathering place. Um, which means opening ourselves up to collaborations, whether it's with food pop-ups or artists or events or things like this, um, and simultaneously grow our presence in the retail market so that we can comfortably um, exist and staff the way we need to and continue to create delicious beers to share with everyone. So for us, it's it's just like a, like a passion project, but also yeah. something we, we're really excited to share with everyone. So do you mean, Rachel, having food um, pop-ups come to your location? Yeah, we did that quite a bit before the pandemic hit. Um, We were doing collaborations with um, people that were gearing up to open restaurants. We also had food trucks pulling up and things like that. Um, It's been a a little more difficult, honestly, to get that back up and running since we reopened uh, in May. And, you know, part of the reason is things are still pretty inconsistent business-wise because of the pandemic. People's comfort levels are different, Um, especially, you know, moving into fall with school starting up and all the different things going on right now. um, We haven't really had the, uh, I guess, interest or confidence to bring it back in full swing, but we do hope to get back into that um, as time moves forward. And, you know, we had uh, originally trivia night, so we like to bring that back as well. Things, fun things like that, but... Um, yeah, the yeah. pandemic really did, really changed kind of like uh, our business plan. So, um, yeah, to get Sorry, back yeah. to that point of being comfortable to, to build on those things. And because um, really, I mean, it's such a pleasure to pour a glass of beer for someone and have a conversation face to face. And so, you know, to have lost that for as long as we did and now to be back doing it, it's really inspiring again. So that's our growth plan I mean just kind of keep um ironing out the things that we like and 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 moving forward and growing now um with your design love love for design will you have any merch in the pipeline yes we have merch currently a few t-shirts and glasses um oh we have I think three types of glassware available a stemware a colch glass and like a pint with our logo on it um, and where can we can we get that in store or online or both so we have an online store set up to pick up at the brewery so the we're open thursday through sunday now um which we i, I think we're going to maintain those hours for quite some time people have asked us if we're going to expand i don't think so right away but um so thursday through sunday you can go on our online store and and then either do curbside pickup, give us a ring and we'll run out to your car. You can come in and, and pick it up from the bar, but people can order cans to go and they can also order merch that way or and gift cards as well. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to look for some of that merch then. It's a great, it's great walking advertising. So, yeah. and I've got a good audience. So I'm back in class. We went back on Monday Great energy, by the way. It was so fun to be back in person. The students loved it. I loved it. And I could easily put a T-shirt on and say, this is where y'all, you know, want to go. And Because <laughs> I love coming into Detroit. And uh, so, okay, I will look for that. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, all right. 
So one more time. So Thursday to Sunday, you're open. Hours are what to what? Uh, Thursday, Friday, 4 to 11, Saturday, uh, noon to 11, and Sunday's like our casual beer garden day, uh, noon to 6. Okay. And you're on Beaufay. Yep. And we've got a nice big patio outside. If you're cruising either north or south on Beaufay, you'll see picnic tables outside and umbrellas. And we've got a big mural on the south side of the building. So cool. And that's another great story, too, that, that you shared with me. Yeah. So, yeah, beautiful spot. Um, Before our weather turns cold, you've got to go sit on the patio, Uh, especially this weekend, holiday weekend. So we get an extra day, an extra day of drinking some beer, y'all. So (laughs) Yeah, and we're going to be open uh, the regular hours this weekend. But if you need any beer for a picnic, um, you know, we got cans to go. (laughs) All right, cans to go. I love it. Thank you, Paul and Rachel. Um, always a pleasure getting together with you all. Um, we wish you the best. And thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Building Better Brands with me, Amy Angel. Paul and Rachel, good luck. Uh, have a wonderful fall. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.